I love hearing people talk about their honeymoon stories. I, I guess because I didn't really get one. My husband and I got sick on our honeymoon. Oh, we I did. didn't know this. Yeah, I she, knew she eloped, but I didn't did. hear about the sixth th- no, part of it. No, no. And Joey got strep throat, and then wow. I got strep throat, well, and so wonderful. yeah, it was it was great. Um, and so John and Gemma, I love their story so much. They really are movie buffs, and they decided that they were going to um, go on a honeymoon based on one of their favorite movies, and so they went to where it was filmed, like several different locations where it was filmed and i thought that was so unique that they had uh, a commonality with the the movie itself and then decided together they were both on board hey let's just go it's all over like um the uk so they were in scotland for a while they no were, way yes yeah, oh that's cool places. i know well, my favorite movie is based in space so, <laughs> going to follow Interstellar or I can't something? go to Tatooine or anything <laughs> oh, like that. Star Wars. So, so, here's the thing. Speaking of honeymoon. Yeah. So, when my wife and I got married and we went to Gatlinburg for a honeymoon, we lived in Florida. Mm. You know, the Tampa Bay area. And so, we don't go to the beach. We go to the mountains on vacation when, you know, when you're beach people. know how that works. So, she packed, and I kid you not, an entire ironing board. An I- iron so we're driving down the road in a tiny car <laughs> with an ironing board between us from the back seat to the front seat. Now, why did she think they wouldn't have an ironing board? Well, they didn't. <gasps> they didn't? No. Oh, she must have read that on the reviews but she, or something. Well, there were no reviews back in the oh, early well, 90s. That's true, that's yeah, true. there's no such thing as Google back then. <laughs> Rob and Liz, his morning crew. So, Ninja's one of our producers. You've got Nick and Ninja. Hey. Carly is our intern. She just recently, well, I say recently, but she was just married. It was what? April, right? Yes, almost four months. Four months. Almost. Celebrating the anniversary of four months of being married. <laughs> she went, did you say Banff? Yes, Banff, Canada. That was where her honeymoon was. Yes. Why'd you choose Banff? So I grew up watching Hallmark movies with my grandma, and I guess. I don't know. The movies made me think of a quiet, small town, bed and breakfast. And so I was like, I want to. Like, my dream honeymoon is is small, a little small town in Canada. So you're Cameron Bure. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Wouldn't yes. that be so cool to play so cool. out? the? Was it like the Hallmark movie, though, when you got there, snow on the ground in Yes, because when we so- went, it was like a shoulder season, so it, they still had snow on the ground. You called it what? What? A shoulder season. I so have like, no idea what that means. In, it's like in between, not quite winter, but not quite spring in the middle. When is ankle season? <laughs> Rob and Liz, his morning crew. Xander is a fan of those little Enemans Little Bites. You know, the packaging with the small little tiny muffins that are in them. Love them things. He loves them. Loves them so much. He's four. He decided, when I eat these things, there's not enough in them. Just not enough. And mom only gives me one. So Xander, four years old, took matters into his own hands. He contacted the company that makes Little Bites. He wrote them this. I would like to ask that you put five muffins in your bags because four... Is not enough, and I'm only allowed one bag. This would make me happy. I love Xander. Xander, he's four. Oh, he loves him so much. And, I mean, he's a growing boy. He needs some extras. The company got back to him, which I love. They they sent him a letter. They sent him a box. And uh, his letter said, while we unfortunately 
Cannot add another muffin to each packet at this time. We hope the enclosed Little Bites muffins will help make up for it. He got free Little Bites. A bunch of them, too. He Mm -hmm. He didn't get just like a couple of bags. He got boxes and boxes and boxes of those Little Bites. All different flavors. So, yeah. So now he's open to a variety of flavors of Little Bites. But His I'll, world has been expanded. Has it, though? Because I bet, I bet Mama still just says, you can have one bag, Xander. Robin Liz. His morning crew. So here's Carolyn, and she likes to take pictures. And so she's doing some photography. She's out on this trail. It's out in Washington State, taking all these beautiful pictures. And she gets home, and she's reviewing her pictures. She says, wait, what? And she looks at this picture really close there's some kind of an effect that's on the picture, like the sunlight's coming through and Ooh. ninja knows photography. What do you call what happened to this lens? It's like a like a sun flare. So kind of it kind of oh. fades the picture a little bit. I guess that's the best way to describe it, right? Yeah, I guess. And it's beautiful. Okay. When um, that happened. Well, she's looking at this picture and she goes, wait, what? Um, Bigfoot? Bigfoot? That's... Bigfoot. So she's got two pictures. One where it looks like Bigfoot is off to the left of the picture. You know, typically how Bigfoot kind of walks with a, I mean, you you, you see his, yeah, he's got this gate in his head. It's like looking at the ground kind of thing. And then she looks at another picture and it's like in the middle of it by a tree. And I look at this thing and I think a couple of things. Okay, number one, how do you take this picture and not notice in real life that Bigfoot's in front of you? Yeah. Okay? Pay attention. Be in the moment. Number number one, know your surroundings. (laughs) Number two, it's so faded looking because, what'd you call it? Sun flare? Is that the name of the thing? Yes. Sun flare. So that's Ninja, by the way, our producer. So um, does sun flare affect whatever it is? And so I'm thinking, okay, this is Photoshopped or... She had a friend yeah. or somebody was playing a prank and just kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a woolly booger. Yeah. Oh, huh? Like just, you know, somebody that has like grown out hair that's kind of unkept. Oh. Just a woolly huh? booger and a big beard. She said booger. A woolly booger. Booger? That's No, not a booger. No, not a booger. A woolly booger. That's what I call them. Like somebody that's got like unruly kind of hair <laughs> and a big Need beard. To blow the nose. No, no hair on the head. Like it's just and a ca- snotty nose. No, they just need a comb. What's the booger? A thing? woolly booger. A booger? No, not a booger. Booger. Stop. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Elena, a normal 13-year-old girl. She loves going to the movies, hanging out with her friends. She plays soccer with everybody. So cool. And she loves the fact that since she is 13 and graduated high school, that she just got accepted to medical school at 13. It's Robin Liz, his radio. Yeah, 13 years old. She's going to medical school. And I love, she has an Instagram. And she went on Instagram and uh, she put this post out with her two acceptance letters. And she's like, I've worked so hard to reach my goals and live my dreams. And then she said, Mama, I made it. (laughs) I love that, that she... In, in that tells me she credits her mama for inspiring her and kind of pushing her uh, to reach her goal. So I just love that. She is amazing. 13 years old. She's already out of high school, accepted into medical school, and she's already doing two separate undergraduate degrees Good in grief. biological sciences at 13. Her mom said that she already had 
um, a thought or an interest in science when she was a toddler. A toddler? How a do you even toddler. recognize that? So good on mom for recognizing, you know, she was passionate about that already. But uh, somebody asked Elena, like, you know, what do you credit all your success to as far as, you know, uh, some of your uh, talents and traits? And she said, I just have extremely good time management, <laughs> and I'm very disciplined. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Elena, would you be my life coach, please? Teach me these mad skills. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. You know, when you love somebody, you'll just go to any length to make them happy and included. His morning crew with Robin Liz is radio. That's what Bill wanted to do for his wife. I love his wife's name. His wife's name is Glad. Isn't that awesome? It's Bill and Glad. (laughs) They've been married forever. He owns like a bike shop, and they love to go cycling all the time. They're always outdoors. Well, as they're older in age now, Glad, Bill's wife, started to develop Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And then it started progressively getting worse to the point where she couldn't go out and do what they love to do together, and that is to go cycling. Get on their bikes and just go. And so he came up with this idea. He came up with an idea of making a tricycle, but a full-size bike. Mm-hmm. And instead of having the front wheel on the bike, it was replaced by two wheels and a chair. So it's a humongous, like, you know, bicycle that has a chair, and his wife is strapped to the front of it. And then some people started seeing this because people saw it and started posting it, and they want this bike. And so now... It's been in the development stages, but there's a website, and people are buying this bike. Here's the interesting thing. They live in England, but when he went to build the bike in the prototype so that he could have his wife on the seat in front of him, and they enjoy this together, and they see the same things at the same time instead of her, like, way in the back somewhere, oh, yeah. he um, got the bike frame from South Carolina. And no, it was he did not. imported into the UK so that he could develop the first one of these bikes. Look at that. Carolina's in Georgia. Yeah, I'm telling you. And now he's, you know, he's doing well because other people are like, we're kind of in the same boat. And I've got someone who's disabled who would love to come out with me and cycle with me. And so, <laughs> boom, it's the coolest thing. And, and it all came out of love. It's just yeah. because he loved his wife, Glad. I love that name so much. And now it's inspiring others to get on board as well. I mean, I would love to take my mom in that kind of thing. Robin Liz, his morning crew. If there's ever any hope whatsoever on getting Liz on a roller coaster, maybe this would be the time and this would be the place. It's Robin Liz. Yeah. His uh, radio. Maybe. Maybe, possibly. But this sounds like so much fun. So it's going to be a huge trip. Warner Brothers Movie World is a theme park in Australia. So it's going to take a, a flight to get there. But they're doing a Wizard of Oz area. They're going to have a, a yellow brick road. Nice. They're going to have a roller coaster um, that's it's called a boomerang racer. Again, I'm not a roller coaster aficionado, so I don't know what that means. What's a boomerang racer? Well, right now, all it is is a name. Okay. What does so, the roller coaster do? Well, I mean, it goes up and down. That's all I know. It goes up and That's down. That's all I know. So I don't, I don't know, but it, but the coaster itself is going to look like uh, the home that Dorothy lives in in Kansas, and then there's going to be some sort of twister element to it. And the silos and, you know, all the things that are around the farm in Kansas. But also, they're going to construct an Emerald City. I am all in. If you are constructing an Emerald City, (laughs) you got the Cowardly Lion and the Tin Man and the Scarecrow. But if Liz goes, she needs to experience all of it, including the roller coaster, which it looks 
pretty amazing because uh, she's showing me this roller coaster. Okay, so if it's wow. if it's a boomerang anything and a it's roller a coaster name. it's a name anything it, there's nothing to do with a boomerang in the thing i'm looking at the roller coaster now it's just a roller coaster no. that's named boomerang no so it it says it's a type so boomerang type racer that tells me it's like a slingshot almost like a boomerang like you know you it goes really fast and then it comes back really fast nope i'm out robin liz his morning crew Interesting hack that Liz has for you that I'm willing to listen to but not believe. It's Robin Liz, his radio. I, I don't necessarily believe it either, but, you know. Yeah, you do. No, willing to try it out. And I did find that I don't do this as often as I should. Evidently, washing pillows. Liz does not wash her pillows. Oh, no, I do wash my pillows. I just don't wash them as often as they say you should. Okay, um, every six months? No, every year. Once a year, yeah. you clean. Okay, wash the pillow. Like put it. Most people put it in the washer. The full pillow. The full pillow, not the pillowcase. Thing. The full pillow. Pillowcase is like you know week every two weeks at the max, right? So what they're saying is you don't have to use a washing machine, and I know that's hard for a lot of people because you have a smaller washing machine, or you go to the laundromat, and it's just a whole thing. And so what they're saying is you can vacuum them. Vacuum them. Instead of wash them. Instead of washing like them. Like soap, water. See, I just don't... Sanitize. The the vacuum just doesn't seem like... It'll get some of the dust out of it, but there's an awful lot. There's drool. So that's the hack? And stuff. That's one of them. Then you can use a damp cloth and a little bit of really mild detergent. You don't want anything really harsh because you're putting your face on it. I know there's a pillowcase in between. Another hack is to double up on the pillowcases, and then you only have to wash those, and then it doesn't get as dirty. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. But I, you know, when I wash them, it's in the washer. Yeah, right? It's in the washer. But mm-hmm. I, I totally get it if you have a little teeny tiny or you have to go to the laundromat. Oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah, it's hard. Okay. So, how often do you wash your pillows? Who, me? Yes, Rob. I don't do any of that. How, lo- how often does your wife, Amy, <laughs> wash your oh, pillows? Oh, every other day. <laughs> Rob and Liz, his morning crew. Saw this headline and I thought, okay, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. The headline says, cats are invasive alien species. My first thought was, cats are not from outer space. And then I read what was being said because I thought, this is, I have to read this now. I'm hooked. Oh, sure. Clickbait. You got me. All in. Cats are not, cats are not from outer space. And I went, oh, I'm thinking the wrong invasive alien species. <laughs> so the Polish Academy of Sciences said that um, domesticated cats are invasive to the environment that surrounds them. Like, you know, they're going after birds and wildlife and other things that are around. That's what they say. The cats I've had in my life didn't do any of that. They literally just laid around all day. Mm-hmm. They did not go after bird feeders and uh, birds and, you know, the whole thing. But that's what these scientists say is they're invasive. I guess so. But invasive is like when cockroaches invade your house or when, True. you know, locusts invade uh, farmland. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just thinking like that's invasive. Kitty okay. cats? Kitty cats? Mm-hmm. No.